not that I think that there are healthy ways to end a death. Yeah, but somebody dies. That's not healthy. It is healthy for the relationship. <laughs> that's so dark. I know that's dark. That's so dark. But it's still healthy for the relationship. Welcome back to Wine With Eggs. You're with Alex and Caitlin, the Aussie newlywed couple spilling the tea on life, love and beyond. Whilst downing a bottle of wine, of course. Of course. Interesting bottle though. It is an interesting bottle because it's actually in cans. Whoa, we're living the high life, guys. We are. This is what happened. Okay, so we had this beautiful bottle of red picked out for this episode, but it's currently... um, 35 degrees is my prediction. It is 33 degrees right now. It was definitely 35. It was at some point, and it may have even been higher if you were in the sun. It is an absolute scorcher. Yep, it is. And I don't know about you, Alex, but as much as I love a good red, I can't do it when it's this hot. No. Even in air conditioning. Yeah, no. Because it is just, just too much. And I recently tried this drink called a Sophie Spritz, um, and I'm a big fan of Aperol spritzes and spritzes in general, mm-hmm. which is essentially wine with um, sparkling water and sometimes liqueur. And I just felt, felt like it would be the perfect thing for today. But Alex had never tried one before, so what are you, what are your what are your thoughts? Well, all right, I'm gonna have a smell. Mm. Mm. Yep. Okay. Mm. Mm. Goes all right. I don't mind that. Um, yeah, very much. The bitters is putting me off a little because I'm not a big bitters fan. But thing is for me, that just tastes like an Aperol spritz. No. Because the flavour we got was blood orange and bitters, and um, I'm fairly certain that. Aperol is orange or mandarin flavored liqueur. I believe it's mandarin flavored. Yeah. So like, I'm getting a very Aperol like feeling. Oh, well, that's like, nice from from this drink, and it's making me very happy because it reminds me of Italy. That's good. But definitely a perfect um, companion for a day as hot as this one. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Goes well. Hmm. So, Caitlin. How was your week? My God, it was a good week. <laughs> so, since we've last chatted, not Alex and I, um, okay, Chekhov's is also wanting to join in on this conversation. Um, since we've last chatted with you, our listeners, I went on a, I think, epic. Epic is the way to describe it. Hen's weekend. Not for myself, for a friend. And... It was epic. I'm only a, a little bit sunburnt and I'm still recovering. Like my liver is still recovering from the weekend. There was a lot of Prosecco, but it was like the most perfect feminine girly weekend of my life. It was just perfect. And the weather was amazing. I got to go up to the Sunshine Coast, enjoy a few rays and it was amazing. And then I've just... Um, after chatting with a lot of other female friends, I came back and I may have made a declaration to Alex 
And what was that declaration, Alex? <laughs> you were going to drink less. No. Oh. I just thought that that was What's the like funniest the thing. What's the thing I've been obsessed with this week? Japan. 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 So Alex and I wanted to go to Japan for a while. I just feel like so many people are talking about it right now. So instead of us waiting until next year to do it, we're going to go this year. Apparently. We haven't booked it yet, but I've made the decision. And, <laughs> I'm... and when she makes a decision, it's final. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Alex is excited, although he doesn't. He doesn't get excited until he literally, like, has taken his shoes off in the hotel. Like, no, he's... that's a lie. I get excited when we're sitting at the airport waiting to board our flight. Oh, it depends on how long the flights are because I think for your honeymoon you were just like, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, but this is only a nine-hour flight, so it's not that bad. Yeah, it'll be good. But. I'm very excited about it. Oh, our dog is being so cute. She's literally come right up to the window where we're recording. Yeah. But because I've been obsessed with that, I was like, well, maybe I should go back to the reason why I fell in love with Japan at the start, which was um, at a young age being introduced to Studio Ghibli movies. And I have been watching anime and drawing anime and just like obsessing over it so that's kind of been my obsession this week um what about you how is your week my week's been intense so while while caitlin while you were at um your engagement part your engage engagement your hens weekend mm. i'm sorry <laughs> this blood orange and bitters crap is getting to me already no it's not get into it no it's all good um so at your hens weekend i was still stuck here i was hanging out at the old house looking after the place keeping it all tidy which is funny because i didn't yeah i didn't at all it was an absolute it became a very big mess but i had an australia day party because we just celebrated australia day here in australia and I invited a whole bunch of my friends over, our friends. Yeah. And um, we just hung out, had a few drinks, played some games. Backyard cricket did make an appearance, which was interesting because I had to mow the um, the pitch. I had to mow the grass to get the pitch. We had this random strip, and I <laughs> hate it. It's it's gotten it's gotten to me this week a little. But anyway, and then I um I started work finally for the for the year. The um school's back. You know, back in again and really happy. Got through the first week unscathed. It's all going well. Yeah. Really happy. So, and just, yeah, in coaching cricket as well. Goodness me. Yeah. And that's like another reason why we had to have a light drink. It's just Alex has also been out in the sun for like, what, three hours today? Oh, yeah. At least, if not closer to four. So it's just, it's just been that sort of day. Now on to tonight's topic. So we've actually put this topic off for two weeks because every time we go to talk about it, we we realize that it's, it's quite a heavy topic and we, we like talking about fun things. We do think that the discussion to be had on this topic is a good one. Absolutely. Definitely a good one to have, but it's not cheery and fun. It's not like our funny games. Well, like, yeah. 
No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's not cheery. No, it's, it's, not, it's not cheery. It's still going to be good. I'm yeah. s- we're still. I'm still going to enjoy this. Okay, but I am interested because we have um, the topic for tonight is we're going to be discussing the movie and its themes from the Marriage Story. Yeah, the Netflix original has come out recently. Before we get into the themes and the actual parts of the movie, I have to say that I, I enjoyed it. Like it was, it. it was a good viewing experience. I, I do have to agree with that. I, I did think it was a very good viewing experience. Yeah. I think the thing that's been the hardest about this, knowing that we wanted to talk about this here and not between the two of us, is that we've both wanted to talk about it so bad. Yeah, so much, honestly. But we figured back. that we wanted, we wanted to share like our first impression. We haven't, we have not discussed this movie previous to this, no. other than going. Gee, did you like that? Yes, we did. Yep. And then and we like left it at that. And going, I liked Adam Driver's acting. Like, yeah. That was like the extent. And I was actually really impressed with Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Like, she did such... She's such a good actress. Like, I know people... I know some, I know some people who write her off. because of the things that... Yeah. yeah. But we're not discussing that tonight. No, we're, we're discussing... not. But just this specific movie, she really showed her class as an actress, and I really enjoyed and, it. Yeah. And Adam Driver did a, such a good job as well. Such an amazing job. I rate job. Adam Driver as a really good actor. Really, really good actor. Um, me, I know everyone's jumping on the Adam Driver bandwagon, but I have had a crush on Adam Driver since Girls. If you have seen that as well, then maybe... Maybe somebody else is... I'm not the only person who's been... Had a crush on him for that long. Well, I haven't. I haven't had a crush on him. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you didn't watch Girls, though. So. I did not watch Girls. That's okay. true. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so. I'm going to pose the question to you, Alex. All right. Pose, pose away. Okay. I think the question that we're trying to answer tonight is, one, is marriage story and its depiction of, well, marriage and divorce... Um, accurate interesting and not i mean obviously like you haven't lived through a divorce or a marriage i mean we've only been married for a couple months i've lived through a marriage i mean you've yeah you've watched your parents and stuff like that i've watched just about everyone do you think it's a healthy portrayal of how like the dissolution of a marriage interesting um i i think like i don't know i didn't prepare these questions i'm just trying to think of like where my mind's at and the way that i thought about the film that's right well and just so if you I'll, haven't yeah. seen it before if you have not seen this movie before this is your warning there are there will be heavy spoilers in yes. this episode because we'll be discussing it at length yes so but we can highly rate it so if you want pause this right now go watch it come back and see if you agree with us okay we'll wait we'll wait yep Cool, you've seen it. Excellent. Yeah, really glad, happy. glad to see. I'm, I'm really now. Really you, now glad you know. You know. You have the same knowledge as us. Well yeah. done. And if you faked it, yeah, we, we dodgy. We really don't care. Though. Yeah, we don't actually. Um, no, it's fine. But yeah, what's okay? So what? All right. I, would you I, like me to I'd ask like, the first question? From what I can gather from the film, and you can correct me if like you perceive it a different way. Sure. But it was that they met when they were young. And they were instantly attracted to one another. Yeah. One was slightly more successful in their chosen field than the other, and the other had a drive that was insatiable. Insatiable. Yes. They ended up getting married and having a baby, and it was constantly the person who had the insatiable drive for their career kept undermining the other person, even though when they had started being together, their um, 
career progression was swapped and it felt as though um, well Scarlett Johansson's character in this case felt like she didn't have her own life and that her husband Adam Driver's character was controlling every but he, facet he didn't see it that way like he no. didn't see it that way so and then you find out that he also had an affair but it was only after they'd already separated, separated which just adds to messiness after the fact, but it's not the initial cause that led yeah. push them to this point. And like the film starts off about them talking about the things they love about each other, which I really thought was really lovely. Mm. But what I want to talk about is like, okay, the way that their relationship went and the causes for its dissolution. What are your thoughts on that? Um, my thoughts on that were that it's very common. I don't know. actually. I, okay. I think the big thing there was that one, even though she had continuously voiced that she wanted something else, that he didn't see that being on the same level as his wants and needs. Okay, interesting. I I get that to a point, but I don't know if she voiced it. You can't. Uh, it's, it's yeah, but there's the thing. From what we've seen, she said she voiced it. She The character, Scarlett Johansson's character voiced her concerns about not feeling like she was getting the most out of this life. She wanted to go back to LA rather than stay in New York so that she could further pursue or be closer to further pursue career options or be closer to family. Or there was a plethora of reasons she wanted to go back. Do you think, do you think it was right of them to divorce? I think that when it gets to a point when, it's just it's hurting you it's hurting the other person and it's hurting any immediate family members like children or parents yeah then yes you know it has to okay but nobody was getting hurt emotionally yes physically no no she wasn't getting hurt she wasn't fulfilled they're not the same thing okay um okay another question and i think this one might be a bit hardy do you think one or both of them were at fault who caused the divorce i think both of them were at fault okay why do you think she was at fault i think she was at fault because um she kept saying these things she kept saying oh i want to go to la i want to do this i want to do that and then he would sort of blow it off and but then she'd let him blow it off they wouldn't come back and have yeah, but from the sounds of it, like the way that the movie depicts it is that it wasn't just a, hey, I'd like I'd like to go back to LA and be with my family. It's more like, I really want to go back to LA and every time that that has become an option for us to do that because you can't just, when you're in a, in a marriage and you have a kid as well that's going to a school and you've got jobs and responsibilities in a certain place, you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm going to go work here now and take my kid and you can't live with them anymore. Well, see, that's I had a really big problem with Scarlett Johansson's character and how she handled everything after the separation. Okay, let's, the... let's not talk about the after. Right, let's right. just talk about from yeah. what we can tell. All right, from the well, movie, all right. Based it's... off the movie, she she made it very clear that it wasn't just something she was like she hardly ever voiced. It was something she did voice very often and didn't. It, or multiple times over the course of, of their of, of their, their relationship, of their, their relationship. marriage. But, like, at the same time, 
there's a lot going on and you've lived in New York, your kid's grown up in New York, was born in New York, everything was in New York. And yes, she's saying she wants to go to it, but if I think his perspective was that, and I'm looking at trying to look at it from both sides, he fucked up a whole bunch more than her. I just think that there's blame on both but sides. I don't, I don't know where she fucked up. Well, I think that... Prior to the separation. She apparently... Well, according to the story that I remember, she stopped being intimate with him for a, close to a year before they separated. Yeah. Um, which, if you stop being intimate with your partner, yeah, but that's, we there's okay. a problem... They were, that they're not addressing. Okay, the thing is, it, they did make it very obvious that they were fighting before their separation. And it's safe to say that if you've got a kid, a, 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 both very busy professional people, and you're not happy with your marriage, that it's unlikely that you're going to want to be intimate. I don't think that's her fault. Okay, fair enough. All right, fine. All right, probably my biggest gripes with her happened after okay but leading to the yeah leading up to the separation i'd say that yes i would say that her i think her saying these things and him not listening and not accepting and just blowing it off and voting that his work was more important and what he was doing is more important than what she wanted the thing that gets, ultimately led yeah there's probably obviously there's there's always going to be little things that Add yeah, to the what, situation. Life is like, but I just, I also think it's kind of crazy because, from his perspective, he never saw those things that she asked for as being like worthy of a of a second thought. At least the way it was portrayed is that it was, it wasn't because it wasn't on his game plan. Then it's not even worth looking at. So for him, he's like, I don't actually see what's wrong because everything is going mm. to plan. I think he, him in his mind being, you know, the dominant person in the relationship and had, had this entire plan sorted for his entire family. He had a certain thing that he wanted for, for everyone in his family and for his, himself, his wife, his child. And he had that and he just wanted to make that plan happen. Mm. And anything that got in the way of that plan wasn't going to work. Yeah, I think that was ultimately a flaw of him. And I think incompatible personalities. I don't think they were incompatible personalities. I think in in a in a like a relationship sense. I think as friends, they like they were a good couple. That's the thing. Like there were so many scenes in the movies where I was like, they're being a very good couple, but they're just, you know, they're not listening. They're hearing, but they're not listening. Yeah. And I think, but I think he stayed consistent. <laughs> he he was li- he was hearing not listening before, and he was hearing not listening after. Whereas in the film, when they separate, I feel like she made so many. She I really didn't like a lot of the choices she made after the separation. Some of the situations, yeah, but she also found out that he had cheated. That's true, but and- she 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 also violated his privacy to do so, and then took their child to the other side of the country said that they were like he had approved that and then on a condition the condition was i'm not i'm not saying he's he's done it right i'm saying that she's she said something she said and made a deal 
and then has gone, well, I'm here, I'm happy, I want to keep this going, stuff or stuff well, was, our previous whether condition. Or not, whether or not her pilot went to series. And then once it went to series, they're like, okay, well, yeah, he's settled in here, so we should keep yeah. him here. Okay, not delving too much more into the movie, what do you think was the thing that was wrong with their relationship? What do you think the reason was? Um, is there anything that they could have done um, to have saved their marriage? I think they could have. I think that they needed to sit down and and just go, all right, this is what I want. What do you want? This is what I want. Okay, let's find a place in the middle that we can meet and still keep this working. Yeah, but what happens when you have that discussion the other person goes... I wanted to stay exactly the same. He is exact... Let's just say, I want to do this thing, you want to do that thing, but they only hear, okay, well, I want to do that thing. They don't hear the other thing, so there's no compromise there. I, I, I ultimately think their problem came down to communication. And, like, communication is obviously a big thing, but specifically, like, communicating, like, your... Um, authentic self and I think the thing is is that you're not always going to know what your authentic self is what you really truly desire and what you're really really after in life sometimes it it changes the only thing that you can do is because like the way I think about it about marriage is that like your partner your spouse is that person to stand by you while you figure that out and you figure that out together so if that means doing something drastic then you find a way to support it so she wanted to go and work and take him for a while then he should have been like okay well i can't move but we'll make this work i think yeah i think in a marriage there's always got it's got to be some level of compromise on both sides like you can't just go stay award all right because i feel like um i feel like in a marriage, you ha- like there's going to be compromises because there's going to be you know, a way you think that things should go. There's mm-hmm. going to be, and the other person is either going to have a similar, or not never, never going to be exactly the same because mm. everyone's an individual, so it's never going to be exactly the same necessarily. But it's going to be similar. Or it's going to be very different, and I think there's got to be some level of compromise on both sides. And I felt like she compromised. She compromised everything and he compromised very little. Which is is a a big... Which is the problem. And that's what really bugged me a little bit, I think. It was a really good movie and then the way they ended it with his character was that he went through all these things. He's like, I want to live in New York. I want to stay there. I I want my family to come back. I I want to be this New York family. He spent all this money fighting and going to court and doing all this shit. At the end of the day, he goes, oh, I'm just, I'm going to take a residency up at the local university and work with actors and teach them and, and try and get a play out here. Yeah, whereas if, if, if fe- they had made this like compromise of like, okay, well, I want to go and do my television series in LA. Okay, well, I don't want to move, but... That's only because my show is just about to go to Broadway. I'm going to see this through. Yeah, finish Broadway, then I'll come out. Yeah. I and but the thing is, he didn't. He didn't support her. Didn't accept what she was saying, what she wanted to do. No. Just thought we've got a job to do. And let's also, do it. Like they talked about it, the fact that like she was so excited about her TV series, and he said to her like when she got excited about it that it was garbage. 
Which is you never demean. Like, you never, like, take down shit like that. And I think the overly critical thing, because it's part of his job, and the fact that they worked together didn't really help that very much. But I think kind of like the let, like, like what the lesson is to learn to learn from this is that you should as much as possible be very open with your partner about your wants and needs and it doesn't just come to the big life stuff it comes to all the little stuff as well and i think those little things build into big things and i think that's exactly what happened and that's why you can see in the movie that there were still parts of them that really truly loved one another absolutely like full-on loved each other but it just there wasn't that level of compromise that respect wasn't there anymore the trust was broken and yeah and i think like compromise and level of communication and the respect for i love you so much and i care equally about your wants and needs and wishes and hopes and dreams as much as you do about supporting mine and i think that's the thing that ultimately was missing from their relationship and it's why it didn't work and so to learn from it it's about opening keeping that door open and being in check with yourself to make sure that you and your partner are like frequently having discussions about you know no i know because like i mean the first discussion that you have with your like a serious discussion you have is where do you think this is going because it means that much because if you see that person in your life for a long time then you don't want to completely change who you are. It no, needs I to complement you. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, lesson, lesson learning is just on that specific topic of communication because communication is a big umbrella, right? But it's about specifically discussing hope streams and wishes and making sure that they complement. And if not, finding a healthy compromise that doesn't demean or degrade the other person. Yeah, I think that too. And I think, you know... He, I think as the relationship went on, he became very selfish because he's like, I've got the perfect life. Mm. I'm working as a New York director for, mm. for some of the, and doing some of the best plays I could ever hope to do. Mm. My wife's the main actress. So it means that I get to talk shop. I get to work with her. I get to spend, like, that's amazing. My kid, we have a kid. Mm. I have the perfect life. And he wasn't willing to compromise on that. And I have to say, like, he, he just got, I will say this, he just got his first Broadway, his first Broadway play, mm. and he was probably thinking, this is my first one, I'm going to do another one and just, like, have this amazing career, and, I'll, and she's going to be by my side, I'm going to do this. And he never, he never, like, changed his perspective to see it from her point or hear what she had to say because of the fact that he had this amazing life. Yeah. Why would he want to give that up? Yeah, but then again, if his life was so amazing and so perfect, then why, so soon after the separation, is he sleeping with his co-worker? Because he couldn't deal with the struggle. Couldn't, couldn't cope with the fact that his, his perfect life started to crack. Just, I, I, think, I think the thing here is, like, I mean, there are two people um, who had a very, very serious relationship and a very, I would have to say, a loving one for a lot of parts of it. And there was a lot of love in that movie. There was. There was. And you could tell that within... I felt that most in their fight scene. The, okay, the fight scene is probably one of the most beautiful and terrifying parts of the whole film. It is where both of the actors really showcased their talent 
and my god it felt real and i don't know if you've it was if you've ever been in that situation where you've heard like your parents fight like proper fight like go at it i've never heard my parents do it like that but you i still got those like hairs sticking up on my yeah absolutely i was in trouble you know that feeling because it felt real it felt so real it felt they were like so in love and they couldn't believe the words that they were saying about each other. And But also the fact that they were saying things intentionally to hurt the other person. Yeah. They wanted the other person to feel hurt because they were hurting, because they loved the other person so much. And yet they were, like, personally, themselves, like, self-wise, mm. they were in so much pain, they wanted to cause the other person just as much pain. Which... And then it just broke their own hearts because yeah. it's hard to like believe that you're intending to hurt the person that you've loved for so long. Which is, and I found that really interesting because they had that fight and then it really started to shift what was happening. And there was no resolution in that fight. There was no, no, out of that fight there was no resolution, but the, the, the legal battle stuff really started to slow down. Yeah. It really started to go, okay, we've fucked up. And I think that was the point where they went, we will always care about each other. We can say as many mean things as we like, we're always going to care about each other. This relationship is dead because you, I don't think, I personally don't think you can come back from saying those things to one another and still have a healthy, trustworthy, trustworthy relationship. I think you can. I think it's hard because of the other factors at play there. I I personally don't think if like if if you were to say those things to me, yeah. I don't know if I could ever like I could still love you, but I don't know if that relationship would be as strong after things like that have been said. Especially if they were said that way, like with that intent. Yeah, with that intent and that purpose of I want, I'm saying this to hurt you. I want to hurt. I you. want to hurt you, and they they targeted things at each other that were personal, that were they knew was going to draw blood, metaphorically yeah. speaking. But yeah, my my general feeling is that like the thing that was on display there was the dissolution of a technically happy Mm. marriage a a marriage full of love that ended not healthily and well not that I think that there are healthy ways to end a marriage yeah but somebody dies that's not healthy it is healthy for the relationship (laughs) (laughs) that's so dark I know that's dark that's so dark but it's still healthy for the relationship Moving on. Um, <laughs> is that like kind of like my takeaway was that like, okay, making sure that what you can learn from that in a sense that like when something goes wrong, how can you make sure that doesn't happen to you or how you can learn from it is that making sure that because you know that your hopes, dreams and wishes are going to change throughout life because we all grow and morph and, and all that sort of stuff, um, that you're talking about it with the people who are really close to you because... Mm. There is going to be times for compromise, and there's going to be times that you're going to have to compromise, and like, like it's, it's all about being on that same page and having the respect for the other person to be like, I want you to be just as happy as me at all times, and I will do whatever it takes to make sure that you're happy as long as you're also doing the same for me. 
And I think at the end of the day, you have to evaluate what's the most important thing in your life. Yeah. And I look at that movie and I go, he loved her so much. He loved his son so much. He loved his job so much. Mm. But I feel like he loved his job more than he loved his family because of the fact that he wasn't willing to compromise, you know, for years, for years, he wasn't willing to give up his, his, you know, his little, um, I say little, but it was a very successful play studio, the play theater company. He wasn't willing to give that up for her. At the end of the day, you're going to... I don't think it was a sense of that. Like, I don't think that in their relationship, she was ever like, I want you to give up this. No, I'm not, I'm not saying like give up working as a director and being this, like this amazing person. I'm saying at the end of the day, there was the New York theater company that he was running and there was his wife saying, I want to move back to Los Angeles. I actually, I don't agree with that. I think that the relationship still could have survived and lived and been able to develop if he wanted to stay and do his theater company and she wanted to go into the series 100% if he was supportive of that decision and he did everything in his power to support her while she did that I don't think their relationship would have fallen yeah but this is the problem is that she was a part of his theater company yeah that's the problem he loved her as both his wife and as his star actress yeah and he felt like he was going to if he didn't same same thing still applies if she said hey i don't feel like okay even if you go out take it to a work thing like if you've got an employee or staff member who doesn't feel fulfilled in their job then you don't want them working there they're gonna not produce the same yeah but if they're if you are married to them or related to them that could greatly affect the that's a different situation entirely i know but I still think the same thing applies of like that if he had been supportive of her move and her television television series and they'd worked through it together and been like, I want you to be just as successful for me in your own right and your yeah. own leg, then I don't think it would See, that's the difference is because he if he supported her as his wife, he would have lost he was going he would have lost her as an actress. In his theatre company, that was eventually he was trying to make go to Broadway. He was going to lose it. He already got into Broadway. Well, no, technically, no, it did, and then it failed because he wasn't there. Only that was only after the fact. It was already going to Broadway. It was already on Broadway. Yeah, so it it wasn't on Broadway, was it? Yeah, it had right before like. Right before she left for Los Angeles, it, it was going to go on Broadway. But the the argument was is that she wanted to go to LA. He didn't want her to go because he wanted her on Broadway doing his plays. Yeah. Now, if he supports his wife, he loses his star actress on Broadway. That doesn't mean he loses his show on Broadway, though. I know that doesn't, but in his mind, he's this is the selfish they guy actually, that can't compromise. I think, I think you're projecting there because I don't think he ever said that. I don't think he ever made it out to be that because she was no longer in the theatre company that he was unsuccessful. Yeah, but he scoffed at TV. He scoffed at the fact that she was doing a TV pilot. He said that that wasn't... He was not supportive. Yeah, he, he wasn't was supportive, supportive because but, he, yeah, but, he, no, no, he no. felt that theatre was better. Yeah, but he didn't say to her that, you know... Or he never made it seem... He, yeah, he belittled the fact that she was doing TV, but he never said it was because theater is better he never said that all right so why would he then belittle tv 
Because he doesn't like it. Well, exactly right. And why would why should she do something that he doesn't like? Because she got her starting in television. Oh, in TV, in movies. In movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get it that. It makes but sense he... for her to go. No, the thing is, I don't think that the reason... Like, I think that they still could have been able to make it work if he had been supportive of the move. Absolutely. I don't think that he was upset because she was no longer in his theatre company. I think he was upset because it was like, you're taking my son away and... Like, he well no he wasn't you're ending our marriage because of this i don't think it's because she was like i don't want to uh, no she never said that she didn't want to go to broadway with his plays she said that she wanted to do her own thing which then they don't rule out the other thing i'm saying that that's where i think his perspective was coming from no no, no. the reason why i disagree one that totally could have been the thing but he did not make that obvious in the film in the film it was very much like a i'm still doing my thing regardless of whether you're in it or not and that was only after the separation i think no even at the first part he's like where they had like the speech about like oh we're going to broadway and all that sort of stuff he already knew that like they already knew that she wasn't going to be there yeah but i think he wanted her there yeah but he ne- they never made it clear. He never. I know. I he get never that. I get it. All right. Fair and enough. Was, fair I enough. I don't feel like there was ever a point in the film where he was like mad at her because he she wasn't in his play. So I don't think that was a reason. No. And if it was, it wasn't made clear. No, the main reason was is that she she did she did that was a dog act. I'm sorry. No, no, she had discussed with him that the the child was going to come with her. For the first season, I think it was. Yes. And it did. The divorce was happening. No, the separation was happening. And then she went to a lawyer and then they and then they used legal tactics of him being in LA. Yeah, that was Of the true. son being but in LA I, and her being in LA and then being married in LA against him. Personally, I think they... They could have just done it themselves. They should have done the it themselves. The thing is, I understand where she's coming from. She's come from an entertainment family. She's surrounded by entertainment people. She's being told that if she doesn't get a lawyer and a good one at that, that she is going to get nothing. And the narrative that she's getting played, I don't think she would have gone and seen that fancy lawyer if she didn't have that person being like, you will regret it if you don't. He's taken enough from you already. Yeah, painted him as the bad guy. Because in her mind, she's just like, I, I, I still love him and I, he's still the father of my child. I don't want to hurt him. I don't want this to get ugly. But he's also rorted me of my professional endeavors for the last decade. I can't let him take anything else from me. I remember there was parts where they were saying, like, if you don't protect yourself through legal action, he could take earnings from this yeah, show. half of what she so I can understand how she got into that place and I, I honestly believe that she didn't purposefully go out of her way to make those dodgy legal things like the CD bits happen I think it was just her lawyer her lawyer played dirty yeah but like within the means of the law she but the lawyer yeah the lawyer is working for her she, I know she didn't understand it. I know that's a very, it's a very different thing. But if he went, hey, this is what she's doing. I feel like if they'd agreed on a, a specific thing, 
she should have gone and been like, hey, I want you to cut this out. I don't, this isn't how I want to go down. that on multiple occasions. When things had happened with the divorce stuff, he'd been like, come on. Like, what's going on? And there were some times where she'd brush it off because she just didn't want the confrontation. And there were other times where she was like, it really has gotten out of hand. Please. Yeah, like, so like they did at some points when things were getting really heated, go, okay, that was a bit much. They said it multiple times towards the end. They're like, we really... Yeah, know. at the end. Yeah, but... At the start, she finds out that he cheated on oh, her. Oh, no. But... No, there's, there's no... There's no that, that is a complete break of the, of the trust. Yeah, I get that. And the I thing that holds that. marriages together is that trust and that respect. And if you don't have it, and then you're also, like, not showing any love or affection for the other pe- person, which is difficult to do when you've lost the trust and respect of that other person. Like... For sure. You'd be flipping furious. So, yeah. I'll I'll go back to the thing is that, like, the the whole theme, the lesson to learn there is that you need to be willing to compromise in a relationship and communicate and be in touch. If you ever feel like you're being selfish in a relationship or if you think your partner's being selfish in a relationship, you need to discuss it because sometimes it's hard, like, like, when you're being selfish, sometimes you don't notice it. You're just doing your thing. And you think like, oh, my husband, my wife, or my partner is there to support me because that's what partners do. And sometimes you have to put things in perspective. Okay, well, the things that I'm doing, because I should always be doing the things that I want to do, right? But is it negatively affecting the trust and respect that I have for the person that I love? And I still think their marriage could have worked if he had had been respectful supportive and supportive and compromising and compromised about her doing her show yeah because she had compromised so much because so she was an LA girl she'd grown up all of her family was in LA um, she moved to New York she stayed in New York she had a kid in New York she was working for her husband as the, who was the director in New York mm. She'd given up a lot, chosen a life of theatre rather than TV and movies. Yeah. Which is what he wanted. Yeah. And at the end of the day, she wanted to go back and he wasn't willing to listen to that. And I think that... That was it? Yeah. And then throughout the rest of the movie, they both made a fuck ton of mistakes. But that's what happens though. When you're dealing with those sorts of really, really tough, heavy emotions, like... You're going to say things that you don't mean. You're going to do things that you didn't plan on ever doing. But I think I think what we're going to end on here, without going too sad, is, is that, you know, one, communication holds true for every single topic we ever talk about. Communication is always going to be a big thing. Absolutely. Um, the willing to compromise and that always holding... And that always holding trust and respect as a core pillar of your relationship... Yeah. yeah agreed yeah yeah i think so too i think that at the end of the day like any decision that you should make you gotta you gotta weigh up or any opportunity that comes along or anything that's happening in the relationship you need to sit down and go what do i value most mm. what am i what am i asking what is this going to entail um is what's what am i willing to compromise what is my partner willing to compromise if this is a serious situation, like if, you know, like a move or a, you know, like a cross country move or a, a, you know, a big financial um, burden or opportunity 
things like that. You gotta you gotta sit down and actually work out what it is you want, what it is they want, and find something that you can both sit sit back and go, you know what, I'm really happy with this and I wanna do this because I love the other person. Yeah. And it's and it's based on the fact that at the end of the day, you know, if you care about someone, you will be willing to do what it takes to make it work. To make it work. And I'm not saying and give I don't think they gave up the I don't no, it's not I'm not saying give up and I'm saying it's you can you can do what it takes and not lose yourself at the same time. Yes, no, I agree. And, and it's a, it's about not losing your voice and and also making sure that your partner doesn't lose their voice. Absolutely. Because if you feel like everything's going perfectly for you, maybe your partner has lost their voice or they feel like they can't bring yeah. it up anymore. So if you're making all the decisions at the end of the day and they're going, yeah, whatever, that's fine. Obviously, there's... They, they there's don't feel there's some disconnection. They yeah. don't feel like they've we, got. We their can voice. keep rambling about this yeah. forever. But um, I think it's a good spot to stop there. And I think at the end of the day, if a relationship's going to work, you need to be honest. You need to be compromising to a point. Willing to compromise. Willing just, to compromise. It's not, it's not continually compromising. It's just being willing to and working together. And yeah, that comes working with respect. Together. That comes with respect. A two yeah. like a two way street of being like, I love you, I support you, and then that being reciprocated. Let's work together to do what's best for us. Yeah, we're yeah. a team. We're a team. Absolutely. And that's what you do. Look, if you guys have seen the movie and you want to give us a comment about what you got from it or what you felt. Um, We'd love to hear from you. All of our socials and our email address, blindwithexitgmail, is in the show notes, so make sure to check them out. Yes, please. We would really, really appreciate a review on iTunes. iTunes, absolutely. We're, That'd be awesome. We're really loving doing this podcast. One, it's our date night. Yes. <laughs> and two, it's just a good excuse to talk about things that are at hand, and also our lovely dog checkers does look joyous every yes. time. She's, she's very excited that we're ending. Yes. Um, she she's been very she's been very quiet, but now she's gotten very passionate about the last few things we've said. Yes, uh, very passionate. Yes. But um, I think we're gonna leave it on that note, and so um, we'll talk to you guys next week. And why not? not?